Greetings, traveler. I know it may be tempting not to heed warnings telling you to turn back now, but this one you might want to pay attention to if you're sensitive towards sexual content or foul language in a podcast. We will be swearing during this episode, and we will be talking about some not-so-PG-13 things. So this is your one and only chance to turn back now. That being said, sit back, relax, and enjoy whatever the fuck this is. I don't know, man. I was driving here today. People just don't know how to drive. Like, I, feel I like, don't know I feel how to like drive. We talk about this every single time you well, guys come over here. Well, it's because no one knows how to drive any time of the of the week, any Ever. time of the day. No, they no don't. No one know. just only we know how to drive. Of course, that's I don't know how to drive. Um, oh, that's right. Pertusa <laughs> and I know how to drive. Uh, um, better than everyone else. It's kind of like that Ron Swanson meme. Like the best friend I ever had was the guy that never spoke to me at work. <laughs> Uh, but it's like the best time I ever have driving is when I drive at 2 a.m. and I see all the two cars on my drive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It makes me happy. Oh, the red light's blinking. That's our intro, and then like when we're actually popular, we remix it into something with actual instruments. <laughs> this is the first music tech experience that Taryn gets. We just make yeah, him make us an make intro. Him make it. Bonka has got me freaked up, bro. You're doing it like his senior caps now. I'm telling you, y'all call me, call me young bronchitis because I'm about to go viral. We're not. SoundCloud, SoundCloud. Sound, sound clap. SoundCloud link in the description if we have those. I don't know how podcasts work. We probably don't do no. I'm no. hungry. No, this is being posted on YouTube. There will be a description. Yeah, but but I'm saying no we don't have we don't have a SoundCloud. Hey, is anybody gonna eat that? What? The water bottle? No, the microphone. <laughs> if you do I, I kill you. If you, you do not. I kill you. God Dang, that's a tasty looking microphone. So today we're going to be talking about podcasts. Yeah. Because this is a podcast. But not our podcast. No. Oh, no. no. Who would want to talk about that? It's brand new. There's not much to talk about. Really. This is episode two. Technically one, if you don't count the pilot as one. We count the pilot as one. Okay, so this is episode two. <laughs> what if we count it as zero? That's what I was saying. <laughs> Session zero for the pilot. Can you have a negative one episode? Yes. That's a question for TJ. Is it? He's the math guy. That's true. That's, yeah, that's valid. Do you think he could find the quadratic uh, formula applying it to a podcast? Think he could find the y-intercept of a podcast? Maybe. I hate math. I'll have to ask him. I hate math. People always saying, find the y-intercept. I'm asking, why the intercept? You know what I mean? No, I don't. I have... Pretty much just committed a war crime. You know, if you <laughs> rotate sharks on the y-axis, they stop functioning. <laughs> have, have you learned this from experience? Uh, no, I saw a video where this guy, a shark, like goes to actually attack him, and he grabs its mouth, he grabs its bottom lip and its top lip, and he just spins it. Oh, you were and, being legit. <laughs> and makes it like he makes it its tail up, tail go up, face go down. 
and it just stops. It just stops functioning. It can't handle it. He Disclaimer, just, this is not proper ocean safety. We do not endorse the actions of this individual. Don't, don't do it. No. But <laughs> if like, you feel compelled to, not because of us. That one is not liable for if you touch a shark and it stops working. If you figure out if this works, please message us. If you lost a limb, you can pretend like you didn't for the clout. If you do this and it doesn't work, it's not because of us. It's not our if fault. If you do this and it does work, we then are claiming yeah. full credit. Yep. Uh, you heard it from us. We will report it to the uh, Catholic Church and ask to be a miracle. Um... <laughs> So yeah, podcasts. podcasts. Oh yeah, podcasts. We should also probably introduce ourselves. Oh yeah, that's right. I forget we do that. Uh, y'all can call me Young Cash Register, aka Produce It. Don't call him Young Cash Register. No, that's copywritten. You might as well call me the Manager, because I'm about to hit you with this work. Uh, I'm Levi. I'm Jordan. <laughs> and this is Nope, the Nat One Podcast. It it really does. It really is nope, isn't it? I never thought about that. <laughs> I didn't before. either. Nope. Um, nop, if you want to. No, we're not calling it nop. Not one podcast entertainment. There we go. Nope. LLC. LLC. Nopulk. No. <laughs> uh, other podcasts, though, that aren't us. Um, have you guys watched any podcasts? I watched one podcast. I listened to a couple intermittently. I watched some things that I don't think they're called podcasts, <laughs> but I listened to them anyway like a podcast. Yeah. Mm. That's what I actually, now that I think about it, I have this thing I do where I only listen to one podcast at any given point in my life ever, mm. uh, because I've done it with three mm. different podcasts. The first one I ever listened to when I was much younger was I listened to the Cox and Crindor, um in the morning podcast, which is uh, two YouTubers, entertainers, Jesse Cox and Crindor, who good friends and have gamed together for a long time and they have a morning podcast that you're supposed to listen to like when you're going to work or something and I used to listen to them because I thought they were fun Mm. um I know there was another one in the middle but I can't remember what it was called I can't remember much about it I just remember that there was one in the middle oh the uh the missing link I guess you could call it and then there's the final one which I listen to a lot right now which is the trash taste podcast and the may (laughs) They don't talk about anime anymore. <gasps> they don't do it. Rip. Um, but they're they're pretty funny guys. They're pretty they're funny men. <laughs> um, I listen to, and I listen to the Chuckle Sandwich podcast, but I don't listen to that one like long form. I just tune into certain parts that people are like, "Have funny thing happened? Here's a clip." Uh, Trash Hit taste. Lose. I listen to all of it. What about you, Jordan? Um, I used to be really into Welcome to Night Vale. I haven't been up to date on it in a very long time. I actually got to see one of the live shows, which was very cool. Um, I like a lot of the, okay, I don't like horror very much. I like horror in the sense of, like, Adam's family and the monsters. <laughs> so anything that's, like, vaguely spooky. So I've, I've listened to Welcome to Night Vale pretty extensively. Um, I'm currently working my way through the Magnus Archives, but I haven't, I'm not very far into that one yet because I haven't had time. Um, I, it's Hallowoods. I can't remember the actual title, but it's another, like, horror-ish podcast that's very cool. And then, of course, D&D podcasts. <laughs> That's about it. Uh, the only ones... <clears throat> I used to watch Check the Wire, which was a podcast done by Northern Lion and Dan Giesling, one uh, mediocre YouTuber that I love, and the other uh, is Dan Giesling. <laughs> um, 
He's a famous Big Brother winner, uh, but is also now he's got a Twitch chan a Twitch stream and stuff like that. They stopped doing that one a while ago though, uh, so I haven't watched that in a while. Listened to it. Other than that, there's not many podcasts that I listen to, except for Critical Role. But <laughs> we're all behind on Critical Role. Well, we'll uh, get into that when we get into that. <laughs> I still need to finish Campaign Two. Technically, okay, technically, I'm saying that I finished Campaign Two because I listened to the last episode of Campaign Two, mm-hmm. or I, I watched it, and I had no idea what was going on because I was like 60 episodes behind. Yeah, I need to finish Campaign Two and catch up on Campaign Three. Yes, I am. Then there's TJ. <laughs> who in typical TJ form is watching from the beginning. Yes. Finish it all in a month. That's probably what it'll do. That's true. Naruto looking guy. <laughs> um, that's, I mean, podcasts are pretty, pretty popping right now. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know, I don't know when the first podcast really was. I mean, the first one that felt like a podcast was that one with the uh, Zach Galifianakis, um, Between Two Ferns. Mm-hmm. I think that was just, like, interviews, but it really, I mean, you just... It was very podcast-ish. Yeah, he, he, random guests that he just, you know, you could just listen to it. You didn't have to watch it, I don't think. Uh, other than that, though, podcasts have really popped off since, like, 2017, 2016. Mm-hmm. They've been doing everything with them. Like, before, it was just like, oh, we're, we're just a couple of fellas or a couple of gals talking about a thing, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Uh, and now suddenly there's like the the people that do those um, the scripted ones where they have full like like those old radio shows right yeah where they that's what tell Welcome stories. to Night Vale was yeah yeah or is it's still going <laughs> those, are, those are popping off on there mm-hmm. uh, I got a guy at work that I that I work with he told me that I need to watch this one called Small Town Murders mm-hmm. all of a sudden uh, I haven't watched it yet I probably will check it out um, but that's another thing that's pretty interesting. True crime seems to have certainly popped off on podcasts as well. It's kind of become like a hallmark of the genre almost, very yeah. strangely. Like my mom, uh, bless her heart, loves <laughs> watching stuff on the History Channel and loves watching those like, no offense, but kind of poorly put together documentaries of crimes <laughs> where she loves watching that stuff. She would probably love getting into these podcasts, mm-hmm. but it's just like kind of like a generation thing where you got the new generation. Like... The stuff my mom likes and the stuff that this guy at work likes probably would like the same stuff, just not in the same format. Yeah. Mom's like TV, cable only. And then my friend at work's like, podcast. <laughs> yeah. Actually, um, we were talking about in the car, the true crime genre. There's actually, they made a TV about true crime. They made a, mm. they made a TV about, they made a television <laughs> show about true crime podcast. Shut up. <laughs> they made a television show about true crime podcasts. It was on Hulu. It's called Only Murders in the Building. It's a comedy about these, like, this group of people that decides to try to solve a murder in their building because they're all obsessed with the same true crime podcast. And I just think that's kind of funny that, like, when people think about podcasts, usually the first thing they think about is a true crime podcast. Yeah. It's it's definitely, the field has changed. It used to be, like, you still got a lot of those, like, pretty much interview podcasts. Like, you got uh, the, the Hot Ones one where they mm. eat the, sal- the hot sauce or the pepper. There's, I think there's cold ones where people, like, drink brews and mm-hmm. stuff and talk with famous celebrities. You still got those, but those are no longer what people think about now. Yeah. They think about true crime, or they think about uh, even, like, just storytelling <laughs> podcasts. Even D&D podcasts, I feel yeah. like, have almost taken over the podcast scene as a mm-hmm. whole. Because, yeah. I mean, Critical Role and um, The Adventure Zone are really, really, really big. D&D has just gotten so much more mainstream. Within that the is past also true. Within the past few uh, years, I was going to say decades. <laughs> 
I mean, almost decades now. <laughs> yeah. Once we get to the 2030s, it'll be decades, because I feel like the 2010s is when D&D started picking up. The D&D renaissance. With 5th edition coming out, and it's still wildly popular, and we're only one year in to the 20s. That's weird to say. Yeah. <laughs> Podcasts be the new thing. I wonder how long... Like, the podcasts really do. They're the radio of nowadays. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I wonder how long they're going to stick around. Probably about as long as radio did. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, they say video killed the radio star. Did podcasts kill the video star? <laughs> Wait, is, how long is radio the cycle going to go? It's still the most popular form of, like... It, it's still the most media popular... Media dissemination? Yeah, it's like the most popular form of media distribution still. Uh, just because so many people drive cars. Yeah, yeah it didn't really die. It just kind of morphed. It just <laughs> it just kind of flew under the radar, and no one really thinks about it anymore, I think. Well, I also yeah. think it depends on where you're from, because, like, I listen to the radio when I'm up in Columbus for school and stuff, because um, QFM 96 is a classic rock channel that's mm-hmm. pretty good, but I intentionally never turn on the radio when I'm down here at home because I hate the radio station <laughs> here. I know, like, uh, my dad, who used to be a trucker and loves the radio, he even now only listens to Spotify mm-hmm. for his music. And as, if there was anything like those radio shows, podcasts, if he liked those, that's what he would be doing. Uh, but of course the radio still goes on. It still exists. And it's not just like military use. People, Some people still just pop on the radio when they get in the car. Mm-hmm. My parents both still listen to just the radio when mm-hmm. they're in the car. I don't get it because I always plug in my phone yeah. and listen to whatever. Because it's like, if I can pick... I'm going to pick what I want to listen to rather than listen to something that might be in the genre that mm-hmm. I like. Again, generational thing. It's curious for sure. I wonder how long radio is going to stick around with basically radio substitutes still here. Yeah. It's really curious. But that would be weird, wouldn't it, if like radio died in our lifetime? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because then that's something that like we don't use it that much, but it's always been here. So yeah. we'd be like, oh, that's weird. Yeah. There's a few things that are sticking around like that, like... Like satellite and cable TV, still there. I don't know much of no one that uses it. Yeah. I, my folks are thinking about dumping it actually because we use streaming for everything. I'm yeah. pretty sure that once I have my own home, whenever that's gonna be, I'm not. I'm probably not even gonna get cable or satellite. Yeah. T- I'm not gonna get TV. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna get a physical TV and then use whatever streaming service that I have that hooks up to a Netflix, Hulu. Mm-hmm. I almost said Spotify. <laughs> Disney well, Plus. Well, I mean, yeah, Spotify. Do you know they made a true crime TV? They did. <laughs> they did, dude. I gotta get one of those. It's <laughs> Maybe we can put Spotify on your true crime TV. I can TV. put Spotify on my true crime TV. I hate you both. <laughs> but, I, I mean, between all the podcasts going on, with radio still existing, there's other vestiges we still got, like the satellite and the cable. Libraries. A lot of people, for like probably decades, the two decades now, people have been like, oh, library's dying. It's dead. No, it's not. not. It's still... <laughs> I mean, they're popping as much as they can. Yeah, but, that's true. I mean, I don't know if too many libraries full on shutting down. We've mm-hmm. had the library in town; it's still going. I haven't been there in forever. I haven't been either. But uh, my grandma used to take me all the time when I was little. But none of them are closing that mm-hmm. I've seen. Yeah. Uh, I haven't heard about widespread like nothing on the news. Like everyone, stop! The libraries are going extinct. <laughs> no one is talking about that. Uh, the satellite companies are still vibing, mostly because I think a lot of the satellite companies, satellite ain't their main source of revenue or their only source of revenue. It's mostly those communications companies. A lot of them are like internet providers as well. Yeah. So I wonder how long these things are going to stick around as options. If they're going to be, like as we get older, are they going to become so fringe that our kids aren't even going to know like satellite, Mm. what's that? Or is it going to be still a thing where they're like, oh yeah, I mean, I know satellite, but I don't use it. Or is it going to come back? 
Is streaming gonna die? <laughs> Everyone stop! Streaming is gone extinct! Okay, no. to be fair, streaming has already kind of died, and I've had this conversation with people before, that the model of streaming that we have right now, and the way that people are trying to bundle streaming services the way that they're <laughs> right now, is just cable. It's like, just it's cable, just, yeah. they, we yeah. just reinvented cable. <laughs> the, the, it became, like, hyper-oversaturated, and then just turned back into cable. Yeah, d- well, because everything has its own streaming service now. Yeah. ESPN, DC... Uh, Hulu, ESPN Disney Plus, yes. service. Paramount, AMC, Peacock, Peacock. <laughs> uh, what's another one? There's another CBS one. That CBS. Own. Well, that CBS. CBS got absorbed into Paramount. Did it? Okay. Yeah. I was wondering about that because I know the Big Brother and Survivor used to be on that CBS All Access. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Discovery has their own. And then, and then you go into like the anime streaming services, mm-hmm. and you got Crunchyroll, which got absorbed by Funimation, but both still exist. Both still exist. There's and then, that other one, Verve. Crunchyroll has a partnership with HBO with select shows being yeah. shown on HBO Max. So there's just so many of those things. A lot of people still use them. And there's, mm-hmm. you know, you talk to someone and they go like, oh, I don't have Netflix, but I got Hulu or I got Hulu uh, and I got HBO and I got Netflix, but I don't have ESPN Plus. Yeah. <laughs> Although the licensing stuff with that drives me up the wall because I, I used to pride myself on knowing where everything was streaming at a certain time. Mm-hmm. And I had a spreadsheet at a certain time. Don't laugh. It's true. I had a spreadsheet. <laughs> And I had documented, like, the entire um, AFI Top 100 list, and I had a cult classics list with, like, a bunch of different movies and television shows to keep track of where they were. But I it became obsolete in, like, a matter of a year because mm-hmm. I could not keep up with how many times things jump platforms. Yeah, I mean, I remember hearing the other day that I had some people at work that were complaining about their cable, their satellite bill. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, you still got those? <laughs> like, uh, of course, they're older than me. They got families and stuff, and I'm just like, it's weird though, because it feels like if you're older, it almost—it's like they're like, "Oh, I have to have satellite. Mm-hmm. I have to have a thing." And it's like, "Do you? Do you?" Because <laughs> uh, the same people are like, "Oh, I love Disney Plus. I watch stuff on Disney Plus." And I'm like, "How much TV do you watch?" Like, my parents are freaks, mm-hmm. right? They exclusively watch stuff on satellite. They don't watch anything on streaming services. They love the History Channel and stuff like that. Uh, Pawn Stars is their, you know, love the Pawn Sopranos. Stars. Yeah. <laughs> Harrison. This is my pawn shop. <laughs> if only I could not hear that in my dreams. Um, but they still do all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But they're kind of old now. They're in their 50s. They're they're getting up there. Are we going to still do that? Like when we get our own houses, are we going to be like, oh yeah, I need the satellite. I don't see why. I don't know if any of us have ever talked about a satellite show that we watch. No. Except I watch no. Big Brother. That's about it. Well, and the stuff that I do watch that is considered live television is usually available a day later on Hulu. Yeah. So there's really no point in waiting. Like by the time I would get to watch it, it would be on Hulu anyway. Because mm-hmm. recording is a thing. And that's usually, if I'm watching something on the satellite television, it's through the DVR. Yeah. And then even then, there's the, I mean... People used to watch TV shows because it was, like, the best entertainment you could get. Mm. But that's, I mean, with the internet now, like, we got these podcasts. Everyone's watching podcasts, or you got YouTube videos and YouTube Audiobooks are you audio also a books. thing, yeah. You got streamers of all different variety. I mean, that's what I always talk about with my dad. I was looking the other day. My dad recently got into watching a bunch of TV shows about ghost videos, right, mm-hmm. in the paranormal. And I started noticing there's a lot of clips that he's seen that I've seen on YouTube videos. Like yeah. I'm not going to say any names, but there's a there's some YouTube channels that feature ghost clips, ghost videos and stuff, mm-hmm. or paranormal stuff. And we had the same clips, and I was like, huh, some of the stuff me and my dad watch are the same stuff, completely different st- uh, places. <laughs> Makes you wonder how much that's going to overlap mm-hmm. you know, between YouTube and Twitch and all that stuff. It's just so much, like, the market has become so inflated. And it's also, that, that also makes it hard to produce from, like, 
a television standpoint because also within all of these different streaming services they're all owned by different companies mm-hmm. and all have different like production and censorship standards yes now technically i would be paying an internet bill if my parents weren't covering me right now mm-hmm. but other than that i only really pay for what i watch yeah but i will pay like there's a uh, dan giesling is a streamer that i watch and i like quite a bit i'm subscribed to him on twitch and I don't have to be to watch his content. Mm-hmm. I just do that because I think he deserves the money because he's a great content creator. Yeah. Um, and that's how it is nowadays. You pay if you have to, or you don't even have to pay. You pay out of generosity mm-hmm. for creators that you like. Yeah. And content that you like. <laughs> I feel bad for satellite and stuff where they're like, yo, you need us. So we're going to charge you $100 or more a month. Anyhow, it ain't more chief. That's <laughs> over. Them days is gone. I wonder if it'll be one of those things where it's like, we're talking about it here, and we're like, oh, it's a generational thing. Mm-hmm. So I wonder when we're all middle-aged, and we have our streaming services, and all of our kids are going to be like, wow, that's so archaic. I just auto-link download all of my shows to my brain automatically. Yeah, yeah you guys don't use the extranet, the <laughs> hyper-VR space. It's that, chipping, dude. Uh, like, chipping services. Yeah, I wonder if... If this stuff that we're talking about now is going to be our satellite, mm-hmm. where, where we are exactly what we're talking about right now, 40 years from now. Oh, well, let's be fair. We could be wrong, because, I mean, vinyl came back. That's yeah. true. But that's true. the cassette tape died, so... Yeah, that's from the era, like, the 70s to the 90s, where all that stuff was cool and unique, and now it's back, it's retro, it's mm. cool again. Do we have anything like that? I don't think we do. We don't. Our generation doesn't really got an identity. We got uh, no. we got silly bands. We, we do got we silly, silly bands. bands. Yo, uh, we I have still have my silly bands. Subscribe right now for a free silly band. If you go to your local store and steal it, we <laughs> are no, no, we do not endorse that behavior. I don't even know if local stores sell. Silly no, they don't. <laughs> exactly, it's retro now. Yo, it's podcast retro. idea for an episode: We'll go to an abandoned silly band factory and raid it. Do you know where an abandoned silly band factory is? We'll find it. <laughs> Google we will Maps. Scour the country. <laughs> Road um, trip. We'll get the rare Harry Potter brand uh, silly band. I have those. See? I still have those. Like, subscribe, and follow to find out if we'll do a silly band episode (laughs) where you guys can hear us talk about... Hear hear the sound of the silly band. We'll have (laughs) I'm snapping because the cheap plastic has degraded over 10 years. (laughs) Jordan will hold up a silly band to the mic and be like, this is Harry Potter's wand silly band. Snap. It definitely looks like a penis. (laughs) It did when we were kids and it still does now. (laughs) Yeah, I bet, like... Hey, editing Jordan here with a short interlude. This is a reminder about the warning that you might have heard at the beginning of this podcast. Might have gone something like, there will be suggestive material, sexual content, and graphic language in this episode. From this point forward, you have been warned again. This is your last warning. The idiots that made this podcast are not responsible for any corruption that follows from the following material. Please enjoy. Yeah, I bet, like... That was so weird, wasn't it? Silly bands. They should come back. Adult silly bands. That's... I feel like that's just like... No, bracelets. it's called family planning. <laughs> <laughs> you... Listen, okay? You said the Harry Potter one looks like a penis. Imagine if they came out with R18 silly bands. Penis. Vagina. Clitoris. Are, they, are these words that we can say on the internet? We might have to. This might just be a whole section of this bleep like sound. Imagine if they came out with R18. <laughs>
Those <laughs> fallopian tubes. I don't think that's R18. That's just a biology lesson. Semen, silly man. Oh, it's look Out like of white, there, at least. It's just gonna be beep, 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 beep. Fallopian tubes, <laughs> silly man. Beep, beep, beep. <laughs> Friend, for all they know, we were talking about that scene in Black Widow where they talk about fallopian tubes. Here's the thing. <laughs> what? NFTs. Hold up. Have you not what? <laughs> wait, wait. NFTs. Hear me out. Are silly NFTs bands. the new silly bands? No. I hate. We're gonna NFTs. turn. We're gonna turn silly bands into the new NFTs. <laughs> so we'll make these R18 silly bands. Mm -hmm. They'll be physical NFTs. One of one areola silly band. <laughs> There's only one for each. I was about to say, I don't think you understand how silly bands work. That was just a rubber band. <laughs> what? They don't need to know how cheap it is to make, as long as they pay us $100,000 for the one-of-one one silly band. And people are going to trade for it. Like, I will give you 50 of my penis silly bands for your areola silly band. With the amount of people on the internet that do NFTs and actually believe that they work, you know... I we hate probably, that it actually might work. We probably could make money off that. If I'm just we really saying. Tried or we enough. could just make NFTs. Bro, <laughs> I don't even care about making the money. I just want to bring silly bands back, and I think this is the best way to do it. Why do they have to be? Why do they have to be X-rated silly bands? They don't have to be, but I kind of want them to be. Because <laughs> it'll be like, oh, they're growing up with us, you know? People oh, will be like, it's just <laughs> oh, it's like when I was a kid. Carly. Yeah. Yes. God. Which was so successful. Yeah. It's so bad. It, worked. it went so, so bad. Well. I don't know what you're talking about, Jordan. It's such a related I show. watched it. It was awful. Oh, you watched that piece of crap? I did. <laughs> no, I bought Paramount Plus for the express purpose of watching the iCarly reboot. Man, that stuff is terrible. No one should ever try and rebring like the childhood memories back. Well, Which is why the NFT silly bands would work I, this time. No. <laughs> we know what we're doing. This Do time, we? wait, did you try this once before? Huh? I didn't move states and change names. <laughs> There's a reason my first name isn't attached to this podcast. Uh, I the, mean, that makes sense. The silly band AFT is looking for you. <laughs> I, will have to, I, I will have to dig through and find my old silly bands, though, because I guarantee I, they've just become a pile of dust. I oh. didn't ever actually, like, collect them. I think I oh, just got I them and then threw them away them. after. I, I had a collection. This all ties back full circle. <laughs> Just like how streaming and podcasts and, and all that is like a new radio and new TV. S NFTs are the new silly bands. Yeah. They're the new Pogs. webkins. God, they the are. new pogs. Uh, what's that one? Neopets. Neopets. Yeah. I don't know if anyone. Beanie someone. Babies. Oh, Beanie true. Babies. Yeah. Someone out there. I don't think either you two are going to know this. Someone out there is going to know the new UB Funkies. I, I do know what? You know the UB Funkies? Yes. I have no idea. Those were literally NFTs because yeah. they they were the same model with just different colors each time. Yeah. Just like how now NFTs oh, are just like the same wait, thing. I think, what you're talking, I think I know what you're talking about. I think I had one of those. Oh, I had many. I was, a, I was a UB Funky gamer when I was eight. I was a Webkins kid. I was so good at the Mahjong. I've actually seen a meme that was like a girl who the caption was telling a guy who's into NFTs, oh, so they're just like Beanie Babies. <laughs> Basically. No, it's, it's like that new meme that's going around right now where it's like, babe, come back to bed so we can have sex. No, I'm too busy on the blockchain making NFTs. Man, that's so hot. That's why I do it, babe. <laughs> I don't think I've heard of this meme. You haven't? I haven't uh, either. Well, we just replace it now. Come to bed so we can have sex. I can't, babe. I'm too busy making the one-of-one -one areola NFT. That's so hot. That's why I do it. 
That's me talking to my UB Funky girlfriend. Oh. <laughs> Except it's not UB Funky, she be funky, if you know God. what I mean. Then it becomes we be funky. <laughs> <laughs> We tie the Sims into this and it becomes woohoo be funky, you know? <laughs> Bagravanada doom doom. Bapanada. <laughs> um, Bapanada. <laughs> wow, that was so many things stacked on top of each other in like 20 seconds. <laughs> oh, that's how we do. This, You know, we've reached peak podcast hours whenever we've <laughs> lost complete sense of where we are. Like, it's not even the train got derailed, the train became an NFT. <laughs> The train became a silly band. <laughs> Both. The NF Billy Band. <laughs> Who's Billy and what's his band? I don't. He'll be here. You'll find out. <laughs> You'll like Dave. You'll like Billy and his band. <laughs> non fungible Billy Band. <laughs> That's what we call the new silly bands. What does the T in NFT stand for? I have no idea. Token. Token, Token. that's right. Because I, I, was, I was like, yeah, I remember non-fungible because fungible is a funny word. It's a very funny uh, word. Because I think Smosh was making fun of it by calling it a non-fungible token uh. and complaining that there was no fudge in, F- in NFTs. The non-fungible radiation disaster. Uh. Yo! NFTs of national tragedies. <laughs> no! The Triangle Shirtwaist Factory Fire. Yes! They locked the doors. And of course, you said no and immediately gave. I was possessed by the spirit of Terran. The most common one, obviously, has got to be the Titanic. Like, I gonna, really we're gonna make thought 10, that was going friends. somewhere else. No! I was really scared. The, the higher the death toll, the less common it is. Or the more common it is. Oh, so the oh. pandemic will be the most okay. common one? Yeah, yeah, because no one's going to want that. No. No, but, but people are going to love it for, like, Ted Bundy. NFT? It's like, oh, it's not really a national tragedy, but like some people die. I mean, And that's yeah. why it's rare. And then there's going to be the Ted Bundy stands that are going to be like, I need it, I need it, I need it. And that's when they're going to shell out like 500k. Okay, can we just, can we can we take it back for a second to the phrase Ted Bundy stands? You know they real. They do I exist. Know, no, I know they're real. That's the sad part. There's that dang Netflix documentary. <laughs> thanks streaming services, by the way. And all the girls were like, low key, if he was real, I would have been killed by him. Which is concerning. Like, it was real? No. It was real. Well, no, that, no, that's, that's, what, that's what these Wait, people Wait, he think. was? No, but I've, I've heard this exact leap in logic of, like, fetishizing real horrible people. And, like, oh my god, I could fix him. No, uh, you couldn't, honey, you would die. I should call her. No. I should call her. John Wayne Gacy might have been clowning around, but I would have clowned with him, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> end up in his car- crawl space. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, that's how you end up in his crawl space, if you know what I mean. No! You know what I mean. This is gonna have to be cut. We can't <laughs> talk about this. Why can't I we talk it, about the non-fungible I sex? think it'll be funnier if it's just all bleeped for like 30 seconds. I don't think we can hear this episode. <laughs> so what we're saying is uh, thank you for watching. If you made it this far, yeah, if we're you're sorry. <laughs> I'm not. If you're listening this far, I'm glad. And (laughs) once we get to a million subscribers, these NFTs are becoming real. So I'm not going to be the one drawing them. Once we have the funding, we will hire artists because Jordan has just refused to do it for us. Nope, I I, am. No. I think you mean once we have the funging. Because the word, it sounds similar. Cut the tape. Cut the tape. Wait, I thought it was funny, guys. Wait, no. Okay, okay. We're back. But for real, though. 
you know, there's a lot of nostalgic properties that are coming back. Uh, and honestly, some of them are coming out with like the NFTs, and some of them are just trying to do their own thing. Like, remember, remember, uh, was it Planters, the Peanut Company? <laughs> they had their oh, mascot yeah. literally the die. I actually yeah. forgot about that. Oh uh, my god. Was that this year? I yes. think it was. But you know who like really should come back and could probably come back with NFTs? <laughs> Garfield. Unfortunately, Garfield is coming back in the worst way possible. Huh. Oh, that's right. I forgot. <laughs> Chris Pratt. I Chris completely Pratt. forgot about that as well. I forgot that they're making... And then, Wait, okay, all I know is that he's voice acting Garfield. Are they making a new movie? I, I think believe so. so. Which is unfortunate because, like, Bill Murray is still kicking. If yeah. you want more Garfield, just get Bill Murray. Yo, remember how they came out with the new Space Jam? Didn't oh, no. watch it. You didn't watch it? I didn't, didn't watch, watch it. it. I watched it. Spoilers for any of you that haven't watched it. <laughs> Spoilers for Space Jam. <laughs> <laughs> There's a part where they make a joke calling back the first one was starring Michael Jordan. Mm. And they're like, man, we really need someone to lift our spirits because we're about to lose this game. And then someone's like, I found him. I found Michael Jordan. And they do this silhouette, and he's walking through fog, and they're like, oh, he's going to save us. Turns out it's the actor, Michael B. Jordan. Wow, that's so fun. Oh, my. Yeah. They should do that in the new Garfield movie. <laughs> Garfield meets his dad, Grampfield or something. I don't know. And it's Bill Murray. And it's Bill Murray. But it can't be actual Bill Murray. But what if it because was? Because what they did in Space Jam was they said it was Michael Jordan and it wasn't the Michael Jordan that everyone thought it was going to be. So it's got to be like some guy named like William Murray. William Murray? No Murray? Willem Dafoe. Wh <laughs> now I would pay. <laughs> I would pay to see Willem Dafoe I in a Garfield movie. I would go to movie. see a movie that had Willem Dafoe in it. It was it's a Garfield, Garfield yes. You know, I'm something of a cat myself. I can't believe... Okay, we've all seen <laughs> Spider-Man. We have. We've all seen the new We Spider have all seen Spider-Man. Spider-Man, as Kingpin would say. <laughs> um, oh my god, it was, it so, was good. so good. It was like... It was the first... This might get some people mad at me. But it was the first Marvel Spider-Man movie <laughs> that I was like, this feels like a Spider-Man movie. Mm. This is a Spider-Man movie. I can get that. And... Yeah. I was just, like, so invested the entire time watching it. I was really satisfied with the ending. Um, great. Wonderful. Fantastic movie. I, I thought about that because of Willem Dafoe. I, um, I would agree with that because I think that the first... I really enjoyed the first two Spider-Man movies, but I think that they definitely had some pacing issues mm. where, like, it was a very good story and very entertaining throughout, but certain story beats didn't necessarily come where they were... Not supposed to, but where they needed to to continue the story progression. Mm -hmm. And some things took too long and some things didn't get enough focus. I think that the pacing on this one was really, really spot on. Yeah. My, my issue with the first two when I was watching them was it really felt like it was in the MCU. It felt like it was in the Marvel Universe. And for some people, they might have liked that. Some people might have been indifferent on that. But I really enjoyed the charm of the Sam Raimi and the Mark Webb ones where it was, it was just Spider-Man. It was mm -hmm. Spider-Man... He was the only hero in his world, the Spider-Man. I didn't enjoy that in the MCU ones, where it was Tom Holland is Iron Spider-Man. Yeah. And then it was uh, the death of Iron Man, and it's, it's all about uh, Spider-Man, Peter Parker, and he's following um, Director Fury, who's not really Director Fury, mm -hmm. and Mysterio. And then in this one, Doctor Strange was there, and there's an argument to be made that he was too present, but I feel like he was there exactly enough. Yeah. I would agree with that, because I was very worried that it was going to get the same treatment as the first one, where it was like Spidey and another superhero, and because 
Iron Man was supposed to be the mentor figure, but I feel like he was still a little bit too present in the first one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I I like that they didn't have the other superhero there too much, and I really like the way that they handled that. Yeah. And to think, it was such a good movie about the about the multiverse and everything, and it didn't even incorporate Garfield. <laughs> I didn't even know they could do that. I mm. I didn't, but Garfield is like the best Spider-Man villain. Yeah, I'm yeah. gonna. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what I'm gonna do that I can say, but <laughs> I'm gonna do something. Get all our characters. Yeah, I'm telling you, the Garfield verse is gonna pop off. I would agree with that. Yes. Well, maybe Garfield will be into the Spider Verse, the the new the new, the new one. one. Yeah, they'll they'll introduce Garfield and into the Spider Verse as the one like big villain for into the Spider Verse. Think about it. Think about it. Think about how present Garfield is in society, right? Think about it. What do you mean? Like uh, Garfield has been turned. There are going to be people in the comments of this video that are going to be like, "Yeah, he's so right, so true." Because he is. Because I no. Am. He's not. Dude. I haven't seen a thing from Garfield in like 10 years. I used to read Garfield comic strips when what, I was what here. That's just Garfield. your background. That's your background. I mean a real legitimate piece of Garfield media. Um, I think you should leave. There's a whole episode in that show about someone owning a Garfield no, house. No, I was just telling him to leave. Oh. <laughs> there is. Yes! Did I not watch it? Apparently Season 1, episode not. 6. It's the where they have the intervention in the Garfield house. I don't remember And it's this. And the Garfield house is owned by the man that killed the author of Garfield. I do not remember. We'll Either show you guys this. are gaslighting we'll me. Really no, it's real! I promise it's this is real. real. Aside from that, though, do you not remember, like, uh, within the past month or two months, I sent you that picture of the Garfield cock ring? Okay, again. It's lasagna scented. <laughs> again. Oh Real Garfield media that's like just Garfield. I don't know, was that oh. licensed through the Garfield like media representative? I feel like anything that has Garfield's face on it might as well be at this point. I don't even think they care. Um, they make so much stuff. <laughs> I wouldn't put it past them to so make a So what was ring. your guys' favorite scene in Spider-Man? The one with Garfield in it? I'm concerned. <laughs> okay, no, I actually I actually really, my favorite scene, I think, and this is probably everybody's favorite scene, and this is kind of the basic answer, was when the other Spider-Mans yeah. appear. Like, I love the way that they introduced Both Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire. Both of them were done really well. They, both of them were done very, very well. And also, okay, this is, I've seen this on tiktok and this is not my i'm crediting whoever it was i don't remember who i saw the video somebody said there might be an easter egg for tiktok users in the um movie by how they dress toby mcguire because there's a tiktoker um called youth pastor ryan who used to play spider-man and they said that toby mcguire was dressed like a cool youth pastor and so people are saying that um they think that that's a nod to youth pastor ryan on tiktok (laughs) i did find it very funny all the different comparisons to all this stuff like uh, Spider-Man, uh, Tom Holland, I was in the Avengers. <laughs> what? No you way! You were in a band? You were in the Avengers? What is that? <laughs> yeah. I... And then, of course, the web shooters one, which everybody Everyone ever wanted to see wanted that, that conversation, yeah. You just make it? My... <laughs> Do you ever get a web block? <laughs> yeah, I have gotten a web block before, yeah, actually. Existential, existential dread. You, you said that, and I thought, wow, web block. Yeah. I... <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, my, my favorite scene was probably when... You know, the big fight was about to happen on Statue of Liberty. By the way, can I just say, I'm so glad 
that they knocked that stupid Captain America (laughs) shield off of the Statue of Liberty. Like, listen, I get it. It's supposed to be like in this universe, Captain America was big hero and everything. But oh my God, that shield looked so dumb. I think that was the point. It looked so dumb (laughs) on the Statue of Liberty. And Roger's Um, already got a musical. I don't think he needs a statue. Yeah. yeah. Um, (laughs) But anyways, my favorite scene was when they were all like, okay, yeah. We, we're going to do teamwork now. And then all three of them, like, swing around. And they have that shot of all three of them swinging mm-hmm. around together. That was my favorite scene in the entire yeah. movie. Because it was like, you knew. It was like, yeah, Spider-Man! <laughs> in that moment. But yeah, also, we, we had a conversation about this when we left the theater. Um, I think there was just the right amount of fan service. I would agree with it that. It wasn't so much that it was like, okay, come on, stop it with the fan service. But it was also enough that you were like, ah! I get that. Matt <laughs> Murdock was the attorney. Yeah. Um, and he caught that break. <laughs> and he caught the break before Peter did. I'm a very good lawyer. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, my, I can't. I honestly can't believe though that they actually put in. The, I'm somewhat of a scientist myself. That was that, beautiful. That <laughs> I did not expect that in a million years. <laughs> if you would have told me that that line that William Defoe says that line twice, both in Spider-Man movies. I'd have two nickels. I would have two nickels, and which would be weird. They actually did. They slipped in the Spider-Man meme. A lot of like, whenever I first watched it, I didn't. But then I saw, um, I saw somebody post it was pointing out exactly where they did it. You know the Spider-Man meme where it's the three Spider-Men yeah. and they're like pointing at each other. That is in the movie. There is a huh. shot. It's like it's not zoomed out like the cartoon is, but it's there. They are standing in the triangle and kind of like pointing at each other. And oh it's, it was very funny. Well, now what are they going to do? They don't got more memes left. What are they going to do for Spider-Man 4? Make more. Make more. They could do that one of uh, Electro and I don't remember. the What's the rhino name? What's the rhino guy's name? Nope. Is rhino. Is it just rhino? I didn't know if it was like, I didn't know if it was the like. The rhino nader 9000. Not that. I was thinking like it might be something like titanium rhino or something. No, it's just like rhino. No, just rhino. Okay. I don't know my, um, all of my, Spider-Man has so many rhinos. He Go, does. Levi. The guy that's a goblin-looking dude in his okay, green, the man made of sand. What's his name again? What's no, his he was the uh, green elf. You gotta remember that. He's not the green goblin now. He's the green elf. Um, but yeah, no. So, well, that's the thing, though. Is like the green goblin. Arguably, most goblins are portrayed as green, so he could just be the goblin, but no, not but have green. the green. Well, adjective. But no, because he needs so, the distinction because hobgoblin. I know that's what I'm and saying about goblin. that's what I'm saying about the rhino. Is it could have not just been the rhino. It could have been adjective rhino. The hob rhino. Um, <laughs> okay, wait. I I'm breaking into this tangent real quick for because I said hobgoblin. Okay, so there was a theory that Ned Leeds in this movie would become the hobgoblin because he is in the comics. Um, and I would like to point out that Hobgoblin's suit is yellow and blue, and Ned Leeds had the varsity, the blue and yellow varsity jacket on the entire movie. So I'm I'm calling foreshadowing right now. This is this is me predicting it for the next Spider-Man property. Ned Leeds is going to be that Hobgoblin. That would be funny. I'd yep, laugh. I'd laugh. Um, also, can we just get? I I think it would be really ironic if after they did the whole thing where they were like, yeah. He totally has the Doctor Strange powers <laughs> and had that thing where he was like, I'm not going to become a supervillain and kill you. Yes. And he becomes a supervillain. <laughs> well, but he doesn't remember promising not to... That's true. I completely that's, forgot that's about that. That's why I think he's going to be the Hobgoblin because well, he doesn't true. have that relationship yeah. with Peter. Yeah, that's true. Wow. I never thought about that. that would be really cool for me. Yeah. I'd laugh. 
Uh, <laughs> that would be cool, I think. I was going to say something, though, and I forgot what it was. It was, it was still pretending to be Spider-Man. Uh, we were talking about Rhino. Sorry, I broke in with yeah, the Hobgoblin right. tangent. The meme, the meme of uh, Rhino and Electro and Vulture and is it... Oh, the Sinister Six picture? Mm. Yes, it's all yeah. four, It's the four of them sitting there with the weird faces. They couldn't <laughs> do that Some boys. Uh, I don't know how they would do it, but they could do they, it. Oh, they God. would be able to fit it in somewhere. That would be some gross distortion. Michael Keaton's face does not look like a triangle. <laughs> yeah, yet. we have all Someone's those coming. villains now, yeah. don't we? Wow. Don't you remember that old Garfield show? No! There's a Garfield <laughs> show. I do remember the old intro to the Garfield cartoon. Because once when I was really little, we this was back when you still rented things from places. Mm. We rented... Well, like entire like five season long DVD of Garfield, and I watched it all in one night as like an eight year old. <laughs> TJ got nothing on you, <laughs> um, and it was just a bunch of Garfield <laughs> cartoons over and over. And the intro always started with uh with this song. I don't even remember what the song like. I don't know if it has a name. Or, I, I bet mean, it, I bet if you heard like the first note of it, you would be able to immediately remember it. Well, okay, no, I I remember there was a song, and I remember. Wait, let me see if I can... Do either of you remember the name of the gray cat in Garfield? Was it Normal? Norm. Norm. Okay, I couldn't remember if it was Normal or Norm. <laughs> Norm McDonald. Yeah. What? See you in hell, Osama Bin Laden. What? Are... Norm McDonald! Amazing comedian. Is that the guy that said that he was not going to eat until Margaret Thatcher died? Yes. <laughs> oh, I forgot his name. I remember his jokes. <laughs> That I don't not. think that we can play this because it is copyrighted material. I'm going to turn it down. It's, <laughs> it is still they copyrighted won't be able to material. Hear don't they, you know? They won't be able to hear Levi, it. Levi, I can we, hear it through the no, headphones. No, you can't. Yes, it's, I can. Are you gaslighting me right now? Yeah, that's the song. <laughs> you guys ever hear about the YouTube channel Orange Cat? No. I've heard of Annoying Orange. No, no, no. Orange Cat, they just reenact Garfield comics, but in real life. No, I have. I had to watch that for an English class. <laughs> <laughs> No, because my, my professor absolutely adored Garfield in, like, old cartoons. And it was, I don't even remember what it was about, like, what the principle he was trying to drive home was. But he was talking about how it was a type of theater. And we watched, like, six of those videos, and they're terrifying. Yeah, some uh, really weird stuff happens to Garfield's uh, comics. Like, have you ever seen uh, Garfield without Garfield? Yes, those are pretty funny. <laughs> Why do they call it oven when you oven the cold food and oven out hot eat the food? Oh my god, I don't know how you guys remember that. <laughs> because, so because me and Noah tried to explain it to his mom on a car ride home in the middle of the night from Cedar Point. And she did not understand why we were saying it over and over and over again. She was so confused. And then, of course, there's the really horrifying stuff that's been done to Garfield, like the I'm sorry, John stuff. Yeah, that's, yeah true. The Eldritch Abomination Garfields. Although, to be fair, I'm pretty sure that Garfield was also was always an Eldritch Abomination. That's what I'm saying, which like, is why he would make a perfect NFT. Okay, so my favorite thing with comics, though, in general, it's really good with Garfield comics, but comics in general is you just get rid of the middle two panels. <laughs> yeah, so That's you go funny. from the first one to the last one. Those are always funny in Calvin and Hobbes. Yeah, it's crazy that they made so many of those Garfield comics. You know they make one a day still. Still? Yeah. Oh my god. It's just three panels. I used I mean, to be yeah. all into those Garfield comics back when I was little in elementary school. I would always rent out the Garfield books from the school library every week, like every time, because you know, like in elementary school, we had the 
the like weekly you go to the library mm -hmm. and then get stuff and then you come back yeah i did that i always got the garfield books See, I mean, same ones we only had like three <laughs> i just kept rereading them over and over again see mine wasn't garfield mine i was real big into calvin and hobbs because my folks had um like a gigantic compilation book of calvin and hobbs and i used to read that all of the time there's another i remember when garfield came out the author of garfield jim davis was like uh, I made Garfield because I feel like there wasn't a good representation of orange cats in comics. But there was a whole nother one. I forget his name. It sounded like, it also sounded like a president's, an old president's yeah, name. Yeah, like I feel like I know what you're talking about. I think it was like Jackson or something. No. Uh, what well, was I mean, Dalvin and Hobbs. Yeah, right? That's <laughs> what I'm thinking about. It's president names, but it's not exactly it's not a president name. No, because I know, I can picture the cat that you're talking yeah, about right? in the comic, but I don't remember what the He's comic is. He's also an orange, uh, lethargic cat. Yeah. I can't remember his name, though. It's not Garfield. And it's funny, because he came before Garfield. It's like Pokemon and Digimon, you know? Mm -hmm. Pokemon's more famous. It came after Digimon. Garfield's more famous than whatever this orange cat's name is. And, like, Oreo's in the other one. Yeah, the cat, what? <laughs> Oreo's aren't the original chocolate sandwich cookie. They aren't? It's, uh, it's no. Hydrox. Yeah, right? Hydrox cookies. Yeah. Well, no wonder they didn't last yeah. long with a name like that. Yeah. Or like, Garfield, but not Garfield. Garfield, but not Garfield. I feel like you're going to get some weird search results. <laughs> I'm getting Garfield without Garfield. Yeah, yeah. okay. <laughs> yep. Wait, there's an entire book you can buy that's Garfield minus Garfield? Yes. Huh? I didn't realize there was an actual book. I didn't either, actually. I just knew that people <laughs> made the comics. I didn't know they put it into a book. <laughs> We really went from talking about podcasts to Garfield. Hey, whose fault is it? I'm very passionate about that orange cat. This is the first time we've had this much of a conversation about Garfield ever, I think. He's never mentioned Garfield that, before today. Today felt like the day to do it. <laughs> I haven't not been thinking about Garfield. I, I'm always thinking about Garfield. I just haven't been saying nothing about Garfield. Y'all like Garfield? <laughs> I did when I was little. I'm starting <laughs> cool. to think I don't anymore. I believe I did up until five minutes ago. You're spitting malarkey right now. <laughs> Are you talking about this one? No, that's also Garfield. I just didn't know if you knew that that's the old, really Garfield old Garfield was Garfield. also Garfield. No. Forget his name. You're going to make me look him up. <laughs> his name is Baku. The other orange cat cartoon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, they're surfing the internet on their phones. Okay, so I Think You Should Leave has an episode about Garfield. We were talking about it earlier. Where they try to stage an intervention in the house. And this woman swears that it's Jim Davis's house. And it's entirely decorated in Garfield. And she keeps derailing the intervention to talk about the Garfield house. <laughs> Heathcliff. Yes. This is him. Yep. I've never seen that. You've See, because Garfield usurped the throne. You know what they say, if you take a shot at the king, you better not miss. Garfield ain't never missed in his whole life. Except when he's played by Chris Pratt. Well, we all, we all see about that. <laughs> we'll find out. Uh, we will find out. It will be bad. Maybe they'll make it into, like, not actually a Garfield one. They'll turn it into the I'm sorry, John kind of Garfield. In which case, Chris Pratt playing, like, a eldritch abomination, that seems pretty cool. Ah, uh, yeah. I can't deny that. It's a very, you know, different direction than he's used to. <laughs> Although, to be fair, I think that Chris Pratt might burst into flames if he has to play an eldritch abomination <laughs> but do we know who's playing john arbuckle can that be bill it's... murray okay no so that would be amazing weird. that would be so amazing weird. well it'd be really i mean he'd be really no, old no but bill murray plays odie oh like that one 
Does Odie ever talk? No. <laughs> Dogs don't talk in the Garfield world. I don't think. Well, no, it's like how Alan Tudyk has a bunch of... Um, have a bunch of credits on his resume that are just making animal sounds like he's BB-8. <laughs> no, there are dogs that talk in the Garfield universe. Just there are Odie dogs d- that talk in the comics. It's just Odie doesn't. Odie yeah, doesn't. Just Odie is so in, stupid. In the cartoons. Because Odie is so dumb, he can't talk. I just like, I just don't want to imagine Bill Murray being Odie because if like if Garfield, if Chris Pratt kicks him off a table, like Bill Murray's going to break a hip. He's going to be hospitalized for the whole rest are of the movie. Are we saying that it's going to be like cats? <laughs> Where it's gonna be like Chris Pratt is gonna look like God, I human hope Garfield not. and Bill Murray is wait, gonna wait, look wait. like human Odie. He's just a normal guy. Well y'all, y'all telling me that they don't all animated features, they don't have the actors act out what they're doing in the animated feature? No. Who, who's gonna, what? I was gonna say who's gonna tell them, but apparently you are. <laughs> well then what are they doing back there? Just talking into a microphone? Yeah. I'm gonna revolutionize the film industry real quick. <laughs> You're gonna invent mocap. <laughs> mocap. We reinvented cable. Now we reinvent mocap. <laughs> Y'all ever met Joe Cap? You know I've actually gotten someone with a Joe uh, Joe Mama joke before. One time in my life. Joe Cap and huh? It was uh I mean no one no one now is gonna know who it was. It was I'm not gonna say the name either because I don't want the name to be out on the internet. <laughs> but it was our uh, the high school nurse. No. Mm. Oh. Oh. I got her with it. And then she got me back like six months later. As she should. It was the worst oh, feeling in my life ever. It's worse because I'm related to her. Yeah. So I see her more frequently. She had more chances. Um, I mean, she could do it again. But yeah, no, I, the most proud moment in my entire life was when I actually got someone with a Joe Mama joke. And then the lowest point in my life ever was when that, that same person got me back. With a Joe Mama joke. Uh, we do those all the time up at school. There's one, there are two people that will pull Joe Mama jokes all the time. And they get yelled at every time that they do it. <laughs> Say Hamoud backwards. Huh? John F. Kennedy. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. <laughs> My bad, I meant Garfield. <laughs> do my nuts fit in your mouth? <laughs> Lasagna. I feel like we've lost all sense of reality. I, so yeah, no, we is, started on podcasts. This is why we call it not one. <laughs> yeah, we're not very. We don't. Uh, uh, it's not how that. Uh-uh. What's our time looking like? Where are we? Um, <laughs> we're at almost an hour. <laughs> how did we do okay. that? Well, I think that? You know, we've gotten pretty far down the train tracks, and I think we're close to the end now. So I think this is a good place to uh, do all the standard YouTube stuff. Bro, we've not. We've been off the tracks. We've been like. Uh, driving a train through the ocean for the past ten minutes. If you like the video, like the video. podcast we hope you enjoyed the episode you just listened to and we hope that you come back for more soon if you'd like to keep up with the zany shenanigans of our lives and the different things that we do you can find us on twitter tiktok spotify youtube castbox and anchor we look forward to seeing you again soon and hey thanks thanks